Hi everyone, it is Amy Lee San Juan and it is my very distinct pleasure to introduce Cisco Champions and Filtered, a podcast series dedicated to facilitating conversations among friends featuring our very own Cisco Champions. We'll be discussing a variety of topics around technology, career, and industry trends, just to name a few. All right, so you might be wondering, what exactly is a Cisco Champion? Well, today we're going to dive into exactly that and discuss what the life of a Cisco Champion is like and if you're interested in what we're up to, follow us on Twitter at Cisco Champion. Let's start with a round of introductions. We're just going to go around the horn, let our listeners know who you are, what you do, and how long you've been a Cisco Champion. David, we'll start with you. Oh, God, always me? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we need the first victim. So my name is David Penalosa. I've been a champion for five years already. And I work uh, as a consulting engineer for Verizon Enterprise Solutions, and I focus mostly on SD-WAN, anything around SD-WAN and all these uh, fancy words around the SD expression. That's my job. And well, I get paid to tell people that things are wrong and they need to change them, which is pretty cool. All right. Amr, what about you? You're up next. Okay, my name is uh, Amr Nashar. I'm working as a, a business development manager and based in Saudi Arabia and a Cisco partner called Tawassul, which is focused more into a collaboration solution from Cisco. Um, my Twitter handle is amr underscore nasher, N-A-S-H-E-R. Um, you can also find me on the show notes. and It's my fourth year to be as a Cisco champion. All right. Got some veterans here. I totally Michael. forgot my handle. Well, whatever. That's okay. <laughs> so so just drop it in now, David. Oh uh, David Samuel PS. That's it. Okay, then then it's my turn to introduce myself. Yeah, it, uh, Mike, yeah. yeah. <laughs> automatically. Yeah. I didn't want yeah, to hijack. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm Michael van Klei. I'm a technical consultant at Axions in the Netherlands. Uh, I do routing switching ACI. Uh, SDA. Um, I, I'm not a uh, champion veteran. I've just completed the first year of champion and uh, about to start the second one. Um, so that's, uh, that's me. Uh, my Twitter handle is uh, mvanklei underscore nl, which uh, you will find in the show notes because I'm not going to spell it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Makes total sense. Rodrigo. Yeah, okay. So uh, it's my Rodrigo Hoveri. Uh, so I'm enjoying on the, on the program of the Cisco uh, by uh, three years. So I'm located in Brazil. Uh, and the, uh, at this moment, I'm working on the, on the partner here. That my, my functions, my job role, it's a, a pre-sales and the working project based on the SD1 perspective. And uh, sometimes... Uh, get the, the security uh, projects so you uh, and you can follow me on the twitter uh, at the uh, r a r underline 21 okay so that's that's me <laughs> okay see Brian, we left oh, the the best for last <laughs> always always well my, my name is uh, sibren beukenkamp uh, this is my uh, my I've, uh, I've completed my first year of being a cisco champion I have my, uh, my own company called Three Corners, and we mainly focus on uh, Cisco collaboration and uh, contact center portfolio. 
my Twitter handle is uh, ShibranB, and as uh, Michael already mentioned, uh, look it up because it's hard to pronounce and hard to uh, <laughs> break down. <laughs> These will all be called out in the uh, in the yeah. description below. So, all right, so let's get into it. Um, I'll kick off the conversation with a simple question: Why did you decide to apply to become a Cisco champion? Oh, that's that's well, let's let's kick it off another way. What that, that's a that's a nice one. Um, I I knew some some Dutch Cisco champions around, but I had totally no no idea whatsoever what the champion program would even meant. So I I think last December two thousand nineteen, I I found it on the Cisco community again a, a heads up of register on the champion program. And I said, well, what the heck? I just do it, and I why not? I, <laughs> Why not? I, I had no idea what, 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 what I started, but I just filled it in and there were some funny questions regarding what would you like to ask to, uh, to the Cisco CEO, uh, Chuck, and all this kind of strange questions you would say, well, wh- why, why should I answer those questions? Well, anyway, for some reason, I, I have really no idea why. Uh, during January, I got my application for, well, that's, that's being a champ. Well, okay. Let's go. I think I think I had more yeah. or less the same feeling though. Uh, I I had a friend who used to be a champion, and then I was checking always on him on social media or in Facebook or in Twitter, or whatever. And he was always sharing some content, and I was asking mm-hmm. him, "Hey, what about this the Cisco champion stuff?" So he explained me that. Well, there were people that were voicing their concerns, so they were trying to share with others. People that were trying to engage and 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 trying to educate other people with their stuff they were sharing about their work and things. And I said, "Oh, well, that's pretty cool." And he said, "Why didn't you apply?" And I said, "Okay, well, I can try." I checked several champions on Twitter, and I felt like, "Oh God, I might be the dumbest potato in the, the group," <laughs> yeah, because that was the thinking. Yeah, when you see all these people like three times CCIE and I was born before my mother and shit like this, you know, all these amazing people <laughs> and suddenly, well, I'm David. <laughs> so you try to do it. So I, after a while, I decided to apply and I must agree <laughs> that the questions were hysterical, some of them. Um, but I think that, well, every year that I apply, I try to write a funnier and sassier answer than the year before. <laughs> I, I know that Lauren is going to be reading them, so I need to, well, I need to at least drop a laugh on her, I guess. You, you keep you? The, uh, the answers you, you wrote. I don't. I don't. Because then I would have something to recall. I would prefer it to have it, well, as spontaneous as possible so it's gonna be sassy it's gonna be sassy at the moment (laughs) (laughs) so uh, and yeah and uh, uh, yeah so in my case for example i decided to to join or to apply on the program because i i figured out uh, on the uh, on the support page i i just see on the on the support page the advertisement on the support page and figure out uh, what uh, what I mean the the Cisco champion what's the the, the program and so on and uh, in this case I I try to to to, f- to find someone here in Brazil that uh, already applied for for the program but I didn't find anyone and uh, I'm try to 
to find on the Twitter, talk with, uh, and uh, get some some doubts uh, on on it. And uh, after that, uh, why uh, why not to apply? <laughs> It's the same. Uh, so I try to to make it this uh, on the twenty two hundred and sixty. So and the enjoy on the program is twenty two hundred and seventy. So that's that's fun, and it's a it's a great. So for me, it's a it's a. I decided correctly to to join on the uh, to join on the group. So that's fun. I think that's a wonderful logic. If nobody else has been there, then I can be the first one. That's awesome. Yep, exactly. So it's 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 cool. How about you, Amr? So for me, actually, I I actually found out about the Cisco Champions Radio um, from Cisco Champions program from the Cisco Champions Radio. I was searching in the podcast app about anything related to Cisco, and uh, suddenly I found the Cisco Champion, and I keep on like hearing it every all the episodes every week. Um, I think it was season two or season three. I don't remember. Now we are in season eight. Um, yeah, and um, one of uh, in the in, like I search online, I couldn't find a lot of uh, information because it was like the second or third years of Cisco Champion program. Um, I found just one page in the Cisco Cham- in the Cisco community about Cisco Champions. That's all, nothing else. Um, I, I didn't know even how to pl- to apply, so I keep on hearing the Cisco Champions radio. One of the episodes was like, uh, you need to, uh, and it was something like this, like um, interview between all the champions, and everyone, everybody was saying why did they apply to be a champions and how they can apply. Um, so at that time, Lauren and Kim, I think, was there, and um, they said that there is um, a deadline to apply. So I said, okay, I can apply. I just applied. I don't know. I didn't even think that they would read my application. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and one day in the middle of the night, I just uh, got a Spark message in the Spark app. And okay, you are a Cisco champion. So that's and it was way like, back when. I never thought about, about all the activities and all the fun of, having, yeah. uh, of being a Cisco champion. You mean Spark? Oh, sorry. WebEx teams? Oh, sorry. No, just WebEx. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good old Spark. Yeah. Uh, everybody calls it a Spark anyway. So yeah. just just trying to jump into another question because this is quite interesting. We, we have been going around the same topic. Is there any requirement to be a champion? Do you need to be born before your father and be some kind of you know overpowered dude <laughs> and that kind of stuff? What do you need to be a Cisco champion? I think being born is quite a prerequisite. <laughs> I would agree. <laughs> is that, there any I other? That's, <laughs> I, I, that's a good one. I, 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 personally, I, I don't really know. I don't really know. I, I don't think that there are any, uh, well, at least published Unborn? prerequisites. <laughs> as long as you are in, uh, you, you like Cisco and you, you want to share your experience with others, And being some kind of influencer whatsoever in social media or any any other community that you are you are around. So I think that's one of the main main uh, requirements. Yeah, but I do know about Cisco champions that are uh, have been champion for a long time, but are not really uh, social media influencers. They are like uh, real world influencers. That's that's kind of different. That's not something you can 
really prove to, um, well, at least to Lauren and, and Amy Lee nowadays, say, well, I'm a real-life influencer. Well, but I think it then is worth to highlight and it. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I mean, you don't have to be a social influencer, like the, the traditional sense. I think a lot of folks are active on social. Um, but the one common thread I've seen with our champions is that you guys are all lifelong learners. And you're also educators. Like I haven't met one champion who is not willing to give back. You know, and I think everybody has their own individual story. David is featured on the Cisco Learning Podcast. Um, <laughs> and I, I think, you know, these journeys are incredibly challenging, right? And it's along the way you get this help, whether it's from Cisco or another person in networking. Um, and I think everybody here realizes that when they get to this certain point in their career, they want to give back. So yeah. that's that's yeah. just what I've picked yeah. up. Getting to know yeah. all of you is that you're you're now at that point where you want to kind of give back to the younger generation to get them to where you're at. Well, today. Like of this, I, I'm, yeah, that's a nice one. Yeah, I remember. Thank you, Lauren, saying this that you just need to be well, this kind of selfless person. You would need to be this person who's trying to share a little bit with others. So. If you are having these qualifications, or if this is part of you, then just be yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome because I always remember the Lawrence saying this. So it's fantastic. So for all the people trying to apply, all the people who has been checking the Cisco Champions and might be wondering, what do I need to be a champion? You only need to be a guy who is who is willing to share, which is fantastic. So are you cool? Or are you trying to? I don't know, educate our people. Are you trying to share your, well, your own journey? Because all of us have different journeys, as Amelie said. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, then, well, dude, do you want to help other people and try to, well, try to give back to this community that most of the time has saved us in the same way that you just Google and find a blog post of somebody who solved the problem before you. And then you can just, oh God, copy paste this piece of the code and put it back. And then, oh, it works. Well, that's more or less... The same idea. It's somebody who already went through something and then he's trying just to share what happened with other people. So, well, so you don't suck it up as well as he did. I think that's one of the reasons because I do it. I don't want some people to make the same mistakes as I made. And even if I make mistakes, which I always do, then I would like to share them because others can learn and also because I can make a good joke about it. Yeah, 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 of course. I was I was just referring to uh, what Emily said about, for, for example, how much applications have you, how much how much people send in the application for being a champion. Do you know the number? Um, I don't know the number for this year, but it, I mean it's it's hundreds, and yeah. and each application is reviewed and read. So, and, and if you're much... still waiting to hear back, that is why we're going through <laughs> each application. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and reviewing them yeah but this but there's a certain number of of champions you're looking for there's no no thousands it's a it's a it's a numerous fixes kind of well i think that every year it increases a little but i i don't know if there is some kind of top right but it's not that you will get everybody from the streets and ah, sit here no but no 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 so this is a selection <laughs> process 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. This is de definitely one of those cases where it's quality over quantity. So we yeah, don't have cool. a fixed number in mind. It's really, um, you know, who we think would be a good fit. Uh, and who has that secret sauce? <laughs> I think there's an X factor here too, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's cool, yeah. Yeah, so um, you guys, what what's the best part of being a Cisco champion? Like, uh, yeah, as David, like for example, for you, it's five years for you already. So, oh, I'm an old fart. <laughs> 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 like, what, what's uh, in the five year? What's like if you think one thing that um, you think being a Cisco champion made you made this thing, this, this accomplishment? I would say it is interacting with other people, with a lot of people that I wouldn't be able to interact in my daily work otherwise. For example, I would hardly interact with you because I barely touch anything that has to do with collaboration. If it pings and you can trace to it, and it's not my problem anymore. So <laughs> the thing is that you would get to interact with people that are working in some other disciplines in some other country, some other continent with a totally different culture, language, and way of thinking. So it would enrich your own, well, your own, perception of the world it will widen your horizon and that sounds extremely philosophical my apologies it's not that i spend my summers with paulo coelho or something it's just another <laughs> way of expressing it right it's just that i wouldn't be able to interact with all these people if it wouldn't be because of the champions and then after i interacted with them uh, through social media through webex or whatever the name it has now it doesn't matter and didn't you meet them at Cisco Live? Oh, God, you know how amazing it is to meet all these people in person that you were talking to before in social media? What's the first thing I do, dude? I just go and give hugs and chocolates and oh, come here and give me another hug. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> the interaction, the people. For me, that's the most important thing, networking with other people. But there are some other things that are perks, but I think the, 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 the human warmth is what it's more important to me. Well, at least that's my personal takeaway. Go ahead. It's about the community. It's it's just um, having all these people, uh, like you said, from all over the world doing things you're not uh, used to be doing, but willing to share their knowledge with you. And um, the, the, no question is dumb. Every question has its own merit and everybody will try to help you as best as they can. So... That's that's something uh, that that yeah I I love about the uh, the champions. I haven't met many of you, but importantly, without even asking for something in return, they will be completely selfless, which is hardly found nowadays. Because I know a lot of people who say, "What is in there for me?" First of all, and that's not the thinking of the champions. The champions are, "Hey, do you have a problem?" Do you want me to jump in a WebEx call with you? Can I help you with something? Did you try this command or did you find this log message? That kind of stuff helps a lot, especially when you are in a team in which you're supposed to be the guy who knows the most and you're lost. And then you say, oh God, so what do I do now? <laughs> because it happened to me in the past as well. I was supposed to be the person who handles the escalation and then I found something that what the hell is this? And then I was asking a champion and then another guy told me, oh yeah, it happened to me like six months ago. So just run these two commands and click here and boom, done. Dude, that took me five minutes. And Problem solved, yeah. Yes, but the amount of, the, the amount of, or I would say the, the help that he was providing to me was brilliant because I didn't see anything documented. 
So the guy just told me simply, no, do these two things and click there and that's all. And I couldn't find that anywhere else. That's priceless. Like for me, it's uh, it's all about the community. Uh, community as uh, Michael and David said, it's um, it's really about the community. Like I remember myself, uh, the first year being a Cisco champion, uh, 2017, and I flew all the way from Saudi Arabia to Las Vegas. It was like 25 hours trip. Oh my uh, gosh! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember being in Las Vegas the first time in my life being in Las Vegas, and uh, like being with the Cisco champion, like totally change the experience of Cisco, Cisco life. Um, one day I was going to the keynote. Everybody was going to the keynote, like 25,000 people. And then I heard my name. Ah, okay, who knows me in this crowd? <laughs> and it was Paul, one of the Cisco champions. Like, I, like I, it's my first time meeting him in person. And uh, it was like, really, the community changed the full experience of Cisco life. And it was... After that, every year I I keep on going, insisting going Cisco Life, except of of course this year there is no Cisco Life, because we always meet. Yeah. You know what is surprising, but this is exactly happens to me all the time. It's that you get to a group and all the champions they they act like uh, like we were meeting yesterday, and you're not expecting it for some reason, and then suddenly you hear like, "Hey, how's it going?" And you're like, "Who the hell are you?" <gasps> and you just look at him. And then you think back at the picture in the profile in WebEx, you say, oh, it's him. <laughs> but, no way. So yeah, you take like a couple of minutes, well, a couple of seconds just to do the, the, the mental thing. It happened to me once in, in Cisco Live Europe. I was just walking around and, you know, I'm always with the hat and the cape and all the stuff. And then somebody <laughs> came and said, David, I like your Twitter account. You're cool. Thank you. And then he just ran away. I know. And he came from behind and then he ran away. So when I turned around, the guy was just running in the opposite direction. I was like, but dude, wait, where's the hug? <laughs> and it, it, it was bananas because then I was then following the guy. Come here. <laughs> I, I attacked you in, in the hallways in Barcelona too. Yeah, I was I was walking to pick up something at the Cisco store. I think it was this, uh, this backpack was... Uh, I was participating for it in, in some contest. And then suddenly I see a tweet from him. And then he's sitting there. And I'm like, hey! And then suddenly I was like, do you want a chocolate? You know, totally natural. Like, we just met yesterday. No issues. But that's the kind of feeling. Why we should put barriers? Okay, right now it's because you need to wear a mask. But ignore that this happened. <laughs> but <laughs> before that, <laughs> why should we put a barrier? I think that this feeling of belonging to something and having some other people to feel familiar with you, that's that's invaluable to me. Well, at least it's a personal thing, right? Yeah, and what I, what I found on for the first Cisco Live was my first time I, I, I encountered this, the champions and the program. We get front rowish seats uh in the uh in the in the keynotes uh we we were kind of special i i, I really didn't meant <laughs> figure out that we, that we were special we got back seats we could talk to to the to the to the conference owner to uh it, it was really it was really fun it was really unexpected that that we were yeah and this behind us in store also what's yeah cool. yeah yeah, we were shown like how the thing is preparing the background, and it was brilliant. Exactly. I d I don't have this experience yet about the Cisco Live, but uh, I believe that uh, uh, next year I will try to to go 
and to get the, the those experience because all the time I, I listen uh, histories and uh, I love it. And uh, this, this is a fantastic game. So that's well, it did. Well, if we ne- meet at Cisco year? Live, chocolates are on me. Oh, <laughs> oh no. David's yeah, very, just... very easy to spot. He's the one wearing the cape. Yeah. Or, or, or the, <laughs> the hat. So, yeah. And the hat. Oh, so the it's hat. just funny because it's just people, people. That's David. People, people, people. Yeah. So it, it's and funny. he's always and he's always on on all screens. <laughs> oh, dude. Yes. Sometimes it's like, hey, it's you. And then you just look around like, oh, God, that's me. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this happened to my boss. The first time we went to Cisco Live Europe uh, with my, well, he was my boss at that time. I think it was 2000. 17 was the first Cisco live in Europe, uh, in, in Spain, I mean, I think it was 2017 or 18, can't remember, <clears throat> 18, 18. The, the first one in Europe, the after, because they did three in Europe in one shot, yeah, so 18, 19, 20, yeah, 18, so he came with me, and it was funny, okay, I'm wrong, 2019, slap me, sorry, so 19, I, uh, my boss came with me because he was never at Cisco Live. So he said, I want to go to Cisco Live. And I already told him that I was coming. So I said, dude, I already asked for my vacation. So I'm going to drop the laptop in some cold basement. Don't expect me to help. I'm going to Cisco Live. So whatever. He said, oh, that's awesome because I'm coming too. And I said, what? <laughs> so my boss came with me. We end up meeting in the same plane the way back, by the way. But in the way uh, to Spain, we met like uh, one day before the conference. And then he was coming with me around in the in Wireless Solutions or when I was going to the social place uh, where all the Cisco Live team was. Mm-hmm. And it was funny because then he said, like, aren't you the guy in that picture? And I said, oh, yeah, that was last year or do you know this guy? And I'm, uh, well, I know Jason Gooley or, or Denise Fishburne or all these personalities. They, because they are extremely approachable and well, I just come and, Hey, how's it going? And they are honestly fantastic. And my boss was fangirling. I'm not kidding. He was like, is that Jackson Gooley? I said, yeah, that's him. And then I just like, Jason, come and meet my boss. And he's don't tell people I'm your boss, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And for him, for him, this was, another level and I was like do you know Susie Wee? so he was fangirling dude and I was excited because I could see him just enjoying it so much and for him this was the best experience ever so it, it it's amazing that these things uh, I wouldn't say that they help me much as much as I can help some other people that I engage with so I try to pull all the people around like if I'm in the spotlight just come with me and enjoy it with me because it doesn't make sense to have the spotlight on my own this is all shared. Yeah. Besides social life, what do you guys like uh, for being a champion? Well, I think in line with what David mentioned, you get you get the opportunity to get in con- into contact with people you would never ever uh, have heard of or get in contact with. Uh, that that's so cool, and you get to learn from those people, people you you looked up that at, and and now you. That are what David said. They are so approachable, and that's so cool to work with them and learn from them. Oh, I was just gonna say. I know for me, over the past year, especially with you know the quarantine and not being able to go into the office, um, being a part of the Cisco Champion program has made me feel connected um, and not isolated. 
I enjoy engaging with each and every one of you. I think, you know, you guys inspire me. I'm not technical, so I really rely on you guys a lot when we're doing these podcasts. And I know that it's such a difficult journey. Um, and you've, you, you've each gone through it and to the other side so humble. You know what I mean? I just feel like the the amount of time it takes to like study and take these tests and, you know, things are always changing. So you're always having to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, you would think that at some point you'd get an ego, right? Like, hey, I made it. I'm, You know, like I have this certification. You guys don't have that ego at all. You guys are so humble. And being able to like connect with you guys has made, you know, the the whole COVID pandemic so much easier to handle you know oh yeah i don't know that's so that's so true that's so true yeah, the, the interactions have so been sweet. a savior <laughs> thank you it, it's you know what let's turn this question around a little amy lee why did you decide to come to the champion team <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna get back into the cisco live discussion so <laughs> I, i've been at cisco quite a quite a long time 10 years and i've only been um I've only had the pleasure of being a part of the Cisco Champion program for almost a year. Um, But it was last year at Cisco Live Barcelona um, that I actually helped Lauren in the podcast domain. And so I I was able to engage with some of you. Um, And it totally changed my perspective. And not that I had like a a bad perspective before. I just didn't have an opinion. Um, And when I met you guys... I, w- I immediately, when once we got back, I told Lori, I said, listen, if there's an opportunity to be on your team, please consider me. Like, I, this is this is where I want to be. Um, and it has been the, the best change probably of 2020 for me. I didn't know we would have Emily fangirling. This is another level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your no, biggest fan. Die. I'm your guys' biggest fan. We're Believe very me. happy when to, I, to when have I, you. When I tell people what I do, I say I get to. I get to work with Cisco champions because it's a privilege. In cool. my opinion. Cool. Oh God. Now I don't have anything that can top this. Yeah, no, you can't top me, David. <laughs> Mic oh, drop. That's good. That's good. I can be I can be under. I don't mind. <laughs> so is there anything else? I think we do some other things. It's not just all Cisco life. Oh like we should would. But <laughs> there are some other things. I think we, we also have the possibility that sometimes when some products are coming up, we get the chance to play with them before, to give them a look. This uh, satisfying, this curiosity that all the geeks have. Like, Sneak let me peek. touch your... Yeah, let me touch those buttons before somebody else. Well, that sounds really bad. But <laughs> but I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> well, I, I, ju- I just saw a picture of Dexter's laboratory with Didi. Ooh, what does Didi yeah, do? Ooh, what does that button do? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly well now let's hope that's the idea <laughs> but <laughs> personally i like i like being um like connected to cisco inside team like uh giving insights giving some feedbacks like last week or last uh, before two weeks we give uh, feedback to um the licensing team um, yeah like two years back that i worked and like on the marketing of the intuitive networking intuitive Oh, I remember this. I yeah. think we were in the same session. Yeah. The network yeah. intuitive. Yeah, yeah because the they, they love to have this unfiltered feedback. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, 
they, they was asking us, what do you think about this? What do you think about this photo? What do you think about this sentence? And it was like, I, in the sessions, I asked, okay, what's this about? He said, we cannot talk about it later. You will know. So when I was in school, I the network intuitive. Okay, I know this. I, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. working with a team who did this. So you feel, you, feel, you feel proud, like you did something inside Cisco. Yeah. You were contributing because I remember that they were asking us, do you like how this sounds? Yeah, the the the, res- the resonate the resonate sessions. Yes, and then and then you're free to tell them, oh, well, my bad, but this is garbage. And they say, okay, I love your feedback. Would you mind <laughs> elaborating? But that's good because they they're not feeling attacked or or they don't take it personal. No, they just want to know your opinion. If it's garbage, it's garbage, dude. But we can fix it. That's why you're checking it before some other people. Yes. Isn't it? I, yeah. I I think it has a lot to do with your your audience, right? The person giving you the feedback. If there's a trusted relationship, um, it's a lot easier to get constructive criticism because you know that the person giving it to you actually cares. And I think that is another characteristic of our Cisco champions is that they care about Cisco. Like you guys are invested. Um, and and that's what makes Athlete, the relationship. Yes. <laughs> oh, of course I do, dude. Just take my soul already, but... <laughs> if you check my certifications it's like i don't know 37 cisco three some other vendor whatever itil some stuff like this and it's because i was forced to take itil but <laughs> it wasn't a pure choice but yes i the thing is that you don't just believe or in the technology or on the thing is in or on well it doesn't matter my bad it's not just technology <laughs> it's also it's also the message they deliver the, the way they approach people, the way they consider employees or partners or others, these kind of things also matter. It's not just about who has the beefiest router, the best firewall. So how many how many Cisco champions this year? How many? We're not sure. We're still reviewing applications. Last year was around 29, right? Uh, 290, right? Uh, 340 in the 2020 class. Yeah. So... Yeah, <laughs> representing 250 companies over 50 countries, which is great. What? Yeah. So wow. very, very global program. I love when we get these stats because you don't imagine. And then suddenly they say five continents, 250 companies, and then 50 countries. This number of people, this number of certificates, you're like, oh, God, this is awesome. Yeah. Sounds better than just saying, ah, oh, yeah, we are 240. No, there's a, you know, this intelligence or this way of dividing all the data is awesome. I love it. Like also. this, this data was like uh, this uh, presentation in the beginning of each year, the orientation presentation. Like um, one time I took screenshots and I presented to a school students. They have like Cisco ambassador program here or something in Saudi. So when I presented to Cisco stu- uh, students, Cisco uh, university students, okay, they came to Cisco mm-hmm. office and they, I presented Cisco Champion program, and um, I presented some photos of uh, Cisco life and uh, like having some photos with VPs, with, with CEOs, uh, Chuck Robbins, um, also um, yeah, the DevNet, uh, DevNet party photos. <laughs> oh, I can tell you one, he has some good pictures so yes <laughs> okay one one of Cisco's employees he says okay I've been in Cisco like for 10 years I never met Chuck Robbins <laughs> that's awesome dude honestly that that kind of stuff that when you get the opportunity to meet these people for me when I met Susie for example I was like oh my god it's Susie 
And then Susie comes to you, give me a hug. Oh, dude, it's it's, it's Susie's amazing. She's a ball of love, honestly. You just come to her and Susie, and she and she's just there. She knows that each time we meet, she will have a chocolate. So it's only them. Like I have a chocolate, you have a hug, so we can exchange. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing how approachable and down to earth she is. I just I agree. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you would expect people. We in need that to get Susie. Of... We need to get Susie on the Cisco Champion Radio podcast. Why not? Well, we because had, anyway, yeah. we would have to... had her twice, actually. Oh, we have. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> What's the problem with having a third time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it would be good then to talk about all the stuff that the champions do with Susie, because that's another way that we also interact with Cisco, in both from another perspective, but it's another way of collaborating and investing ourselves in this. And well, I think Susie will be a wonderful interviewing character. So what are your plans for, I don't know, next year, Michael, maybe? Do you want to come to Cisco Europe? Uh, well, it's it's around the corner from the uh, if it, Cisco Live Europe, Amsterdam. That's, that's All right. So if you if you're coming, then uh, of course we'll do a Stay at your uh, house. tour of Amsterdam. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, well, no, well, no. <laughs> I have a garage. And just stay there. <laughs> yeah. Basically. No, but we we can of course do a tour of Amsterdam. I I went to to school in Amsterdam. I studied in uh, in Amsterdam, so I I might know some places there. Interesting parts. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's going to be 2021, 22. Yeah. Because 22, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, not not a new new kind of virus there. <laughs> Well, let's hope not. Let's, let's hope not. <laughs> I honestly hope they would do something like Cisco Live, I don't know, Prague or something like this. So I could only just go to the Senate and do the stuff. I was kind of jealous of the people that are based in Barcelona and they were saying, oh, I just leave downtown. So I came walking. And you're all like, oh, God, I had to take a plane and stay somewhere. <laughs> you feel like jealous? Like, you want to be that close. No, it, it does have its, its benefits of it being in a foreign country, right? Because um, being in the country where you or at least near where you work normally means that people will still find you your work uh, people and oh, being at cisco so. life is something uh, so you like to disappear well <laughs> not necessarily but um for a week like cisco life it's it's good to be um away from the office right mm-hmm. kind um, of offline mm, yeah makes sense hmm you see, I haven't thought it about it that way. I just wanted to be lazy and take subway. It's it's why I did my my uh, CCIE course in in uh, Florida. I was like, yeah, I can do it in Amsterdam, but well, no. Let let's go. To <laughs> yeah, that's better. Let me just go to Florida to study. <laughs> well, you know what? That makes sense. I I would consider that. Imagine we have this course where I don't know, like San Diego. Oh, sure. Let me just. Take a ten-hour flight. Well, why not? Yeah, well, cool well, the, the whole thing, and and I consider Cisco Life to be a uh, aside from the uh, community, but it's also a training opportunity, right? It is. Yes, um, oh, yeah, definitely. And training opportunities don't work when you're being interrupted by day to day to day business. It makes sense. Oh, that's good. Uh, I haven't thought about that way. So, all right, well better dumpster than them anyway if you know the place around then you can just take us to the nice corners of the street 
Well, you you might not want to go to the street corners, but okay, yeah. No, well, I, <laughs> I, I didn't I didn't mean it that way. I meant just around. <laughs> but honestly, I, I was really curious of checking Amsterdam because I haven't been there yet. So yes, me too. It's a very nice city. Nice city. So where are you based now? Uh, in the Netherlands as well. We live in the same country, uh, my corner. Yeah, yeah, you're just not that close. At least not to Amsterdam. No, no, it's a, a 30 minute drive from my home. So uh, not too bad. Same oh. to me. But really? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's. it's oh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but even, even if it's in Amsterdam, I'm still considering taking a hotel, for example, there, because then you are not. A, not have the necessity to travel and uh, have uh, traffic jams and all that kind of stuff. So, oh wow! But let's, fir- but let's first see that it's still is still going to happen next year. But let's fingers oh, crossed. Shit. Yeah. Even even toes. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, really you know, s- some some of the Cisco champions in US, like before the pandemic, of course, they they booked their next year's Cisco Live at the last week of this year's Cisco Live. <laughs> They book the ticket. They book. They book the hotels. They book the t- tickets, the air tickets, everything for the next years. <laughs> A year. Upfront, I usually yeah. try to book the hotel because you can do it well upfront. The ticket is a little bit more complicated, but at least the hotel I always try to book it. They have this benefit, maybe, or for them it's easier because they're in the same country. It's just the U.S. is massive. <laughs> that's that's cheating, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind but, of. Yeah, but but they have. They have it there in US. In our case, well, at least from for me, I have to cross the ocean. If it's summer, then well, he has to do I don't know how many stops. <laughs> Oceans. So, yeah. So how do you do it, dude? Because you took this massive trip. It it, it was super long, and what were you just having a backpack full of protein bars? <laughs> yeah, it was it was actually sixteen hours from from Saudi to Las Vegas to La- Los Angeles, then five hour transit, and then another two hours. Like, so total 25 hours 16 <laughs> hours i think the longest i've been is 10 and a half and i wanted to already jump now I'm that's that's considered desperate. like dubai las los la, dubai los angeles and jitta los angeles is a, like the longest roads on the world one flight yeah oh, wow. longest oh, wow. direct flights um i was wondering for example uh, michael is it's also his, uh, his first year of uh, being a champ what what did it change to you? What what changes did it make to you? What do you act differently now, or do you already write podcasts? Do you did you already do blogging? Uh, uh, well, I I already had my own blog and I was fairly active on Twitter, which is actually the reason I I joined uh, the champions uh, because uh, there were already a lot of champions in my uh, Twitter following and uh, follower list, uh, but. Um, well, podcasting is something fairly new for me. This is my second. Uh, and my first one was, I think, four weeks ago, uh, Emily. Maybe you remember. Oh, cool. <laughs> so, we all blur together. <laughs> yeah, so so podcasting is something that's, that's completely new for me. Um, but uh, other things that were new for me are the ability to join on uh, early field trials. Um, and have the uh, like like uh, David already told uh, the possibility to be in feedback sessions, and I think uh, Amr also mentioned the feedback sessions. So um, 
I feel like I've moved closer to Cisco. I'm not an employee, <laughs> but mm-hmm. I'm in the inner circle, I guess. Do you have a mole? <laughs> we are moles all. <laughs> <laughs> so what about you, Sibrin? What Cisco Champions program changed in you? Well, if you if you would ask me a year ago, would you ever do a podcast? I would say no, no way. But this is my 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 fourth or fifth podcast now, and I really enjoy it. So the, the program also allows you to 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 put you out of your comfort zone to do things you would never thought of doing. Um, so so it, that's so, a bit of developing, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's definitely it's definitely so. What 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 um, Amy said, it's it's not always just what you can give to the community, but also what you can get out of the community. And the, and the program and, and, and podcasting is one of them I've already got out because I just got a chance. I did it and, and I liked it. Um, I'm now even considering creating um, video blogs and other kind of stuff. So I'm just... YouTube le- channel and that kind of stuff? Yeah. No, no not yet, but I'm I'm looking into it. For what, oh, what, God, what, so what, fire up. What, what's next? <laughs> That's fantastic, dude. That kind of stuff is awesome. He's like... Four podcasts, I'm done. Where's my YouTube channel? I want my tons of subscribers to start. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. That, that kind of confidence is energizing because oh, yes, you want to do more stuff. You want to do new things. You want to do. You just want to go away to this typical comfort zone we always had and explore new stuff. And that's brilliant. I think that that's done already a lot for you. Well, oh yeah, yes, and, and 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 because you're because I make make that choice to get out of my comfort zone. You could also bring in and challenge other people to also get out of out of their comfort zone and just do it because you're you almost cannot fail in this and if you fail you only need to redo it or whatever you learn from it i won't let so you fail which, uh, which is also fail. <laughs> it's also the community secret uh, yeah. you Rodrigo? yeah for me uh when i joined the, uh, on the group i believe that he increased my my contacts or increase my technology because uh, it's good to 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 listen the podcast. For example, uh, you you learn th- uh, something and you tip a difference and you think about the different subject. So for me, uh, increase my visibility because I I try to 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 talk with more friends globally. So for me, uh, it's it's cool because. You can get it, more information. You can share your technology. So that's that. That's the the good part. I believe that you working inside of the community. So that that's it's a a good way or a good path to 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 bring more value for you. What about you, David? Uh, in the first year of being Cisco champions, what did Cisco champions change in you? My haircut. Like- <laughs> no, <wait. laughs> no, wrong answer. My bad. <laughs> I think that the Cisco, in all honesty, the Cisco champions have helped me a lot because when I had the first year of what was selected, the first year as a Cisco champion, it was in 2017. And by that time, I wasn't even a whole year here in Europe. I was totally alone in a completely unknown place with completely unknown people and culture and language and. They were they were also fantastic support for me because well when George is in a corner of the world and you have no clue about anything except where your butt is which is pretty much what I knew 
then just well you need to interact with some other people you need some you need some other people to also to listen to the things that you have to say you you, you simply need this this uh, human factor that at that point is not there because well i was totally alone so for me they were fantastic support not just on the technology side but i would also say on the personal side it's just they were the people that I or the company that I was needing at that moment. So I think that they always they also helped me to not improve from the networking perspective. From I know these many people that I ha- I can do these many things. I I think that for me the most important thing is that I was getting all the support and I felt like I was able then to give back to them. And my bad because now it sounds like soap opera thing, but. Yeah, well, I tried. <laughs> what about you, Amr? Like for me, uh, before being a champion, I like like many of you guys. I uh, Cisco champions make you go out of your comfort zone. So after after taking my my uh, trip to my first Cisco life, uh, like I, when I came back, I started my own blog and I started writing about Cisco champion. I participated like many in. Cisco podcast, uh, Cisco mm-hmm. Champions Radio. So two of the main things that uh, I never did, I never thought I would do before being a Cisco Champion. Like one thing is my my blog. The second thing is podcast and Cisco Champions Radio. I think that's brilliant. I, I have a blog that I seldom update, but I do my best. In my yeah, defense, same. I write a lot of stuff in Twitter, so. Most of the time, <laughs> I, I try to micro-block with my tweets. <laughs> I don't know if that counts, though. It's just a poor excuse, but... <laughs> no, it's, it's a bal- balance of, of time you have available. So it, it's always a, ch- always sometimes, a challenge. Sometimes it's bananas. Uh, some days ago, I, I managed to write some blog and release it. And, and some people were asking me, what about the Spanish version? I was like, oh, the Spanish version. Well, Google Translate. <laughs> Google Translate, no, yes. No, I, uh, well, that could be a way, but I am, well, I'm kind of maniac, so I don't like to just copy-paste stuff and because that's my native language. So I see it and go and try to write the sentences in the best uh, or the ideal way that would be in Spanish. Yeah, but yeah, sometimes, yeah. sometimes they don't necessarily match the translation, at least not using Google, that kind of stuff. But uh, I think that even if you are short on time, you might find some little gaps and hole that you can just poke and, oh, let me just do it. And actually, the day after, I had like, like two, three hours or so at work, which is something unheard of. And I said, okay, so let me just try to translate. And I barely made it and then just send it out, done. And then I share it in some cisco group in facebook that people love to re- read about stuff in spanish and it was a major success that people was like oh my god this is awesome and i said oh well i just translated it but but you oh well, you just i guess that you just try to find some time somewhere i know it's complicated right now because as you're working from home then people assume that you will be 24 7 connected then you don't have a life or or yeah. you will be always there. This is all there. true. This is all true. <laughs> yeah. So you you somehow find the way to, to put a time on it to to make it, but it's not always possible, right? Because right now I'm doing my best to push things away from me because last year I was working like a beast. It was terrible. And then you realize that, oh God, I have forgotten how to have fun. Because then I had a couple of free days and then I was sitting on my couch looking at the ceiling. So what do I do now? 
<laughs> so then you realize that oh god we're working too much but it's it's what this year is doing so then we'll have also to find a way to to delimit the spaces to second to understand where this is ending and where the other thing is starting so we can have a, this healthy balance and at the same time well if you have this free time to enjoy your life and it's not working well, we end up just uploading memes to the WebEx Teams room because that's what we do in our free time, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think most of the memes are brilliant, so I can't complain. So hopefully we'll be as discussion for that. Yeah. So next year. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Crossing fingers or toes. So what yeah. we can do. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and um, you're thinking about that. If you are worth to be a Cisco champion, if you can be one, oh god, just apply, write something clever, and come with us. We will have hell of a um, fun on the WebEx Teams rooms or in Cisco Live when we meet. And I promise you that I will give you a chocolate if, if you <laughs> did because I told you so. Make me bring chocolates. Chocolate from and David and Paklava from me. <laughs> there you go. See, see, we're already bribing people. Come and join us. <laughs> and strope and, and strope waffles from us. Yes. Uh, there you go. See, dude. Last year I had about twelve kilos of chocolate in my luggage when I went to US. Yeah, that's and uh, it's yeah, funny. Yeah. I asked for you. How how many boxes that you bring? <laughs> I what was uh, because the chocolate is a big tablet and I think I bought about. 40 of them and 40 small chocolates as well and then i was just there just giving them away to all the people like this and i remember that i had overweight in the luggage and then when i was at the airport in prague the guy asked me why do you have overweight and i just opened it and he saw that half of the suitcase was chocolate and it's a czech chocolate he said go on (laughs) (laughs) he said i'm not gonna charge you the overweight Dude, that was brilliant. Next time I will just drop chocolate everywhere. That's fantastic. (laughs) But I just got lucky, see. So if you're listening to this and you're wondering if you can be a Cisco champion, don't wonder, don't think. Just come with us. Be a Cisco champion. Be one of us. With open arms. Yeah. Join to the dark side. We have cookies and a couch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Emily, you want to wrap it up? I guess on that sweet note, we can uh, wrap things up. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. A little insight into what it takes and what it's like to be a Cisco champion. I encourage all of you out there to follow us on Twitter at Cisco Champion and to also subscribe to Cisco Champion Radio to receive updates on new episodes. Thank you for listening in. Until next time, my friends.